Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the price that London has been paying for Brexit for nearly five years, as the uncertainty of the outcome had businesses leaving the UK for headquarters on the continent. Many companies chose the UK because it's English-speaking, as a stable legal and monetary system, all the while giving those companies full access to the European market under a single pan-European economic zone. But then those same businesses face the prospect of losing access to the vibrant European market by virtue of having located in the UK. Many businesses relocated to Amsterdam, Copenhagen, Belgium, and Germany. Real estate prices in London predictably fell hard over the past five years. So here we are in 2021, and real estate prices are showing a surprising rebound. Is this the result of the same artifact we've seen in Canada and the U.S. during the pandemic where supply of homes for sale has diminished significantly? Throughout 2018, 2019, and 2020, we've seen one business after another relocate from the U.K. to other parts of Europe. Some of them relocated to Ireland, which remained as part of the European Union, The UK is now divided with one foot inside the European Union and one foot outside. You might be asking how that's possible. See, Scotland voted overwhelmingly in favour of remaining inside the EU. Brexit significantly changed the nature of support for Scottish independence, since 62% of Scotland voted to remain inside the EU back in 2016. It's going against the grain of the rest of the UK. But the question remains whether the conclusion of the post-Brexit trade and security deal will shift voter sentiment even further towards splitting up the United Kingdom. Northern Ireland is technically part of England, while the Republic of Ireland is an independent country, which also remained part of the EU. Under the peace treaty with Northern Ireland, an open border between Ireland and Northern Ireland was one of the central features of the peace accord. But if Ireland is in the EU and Northern Ireland is not, then how is England out of the EU and Ireland within the EU. You're starting to see the problem. There's conflicting requirements that can't be satisfied. Needless to say, there's been a flight of capital from England to other parts of the UK and to continental Europe. So the future of real estate in London was starting to look bleak. Vacancies were up and commercial vacancies had really hit some troublesome levels. But then came China to the rescue. And you're thinking, wait, what? What does China have to do with England? How can China help UK real estate. See, since the new security law was enacted in Hong Kong in 2020, the central Chinese government has taken steps to eliminate dissent. Freedoms in Hong Kong that were taken for granted under British rule are now disappearing. The new security law, under which at least 100 people have already been arrested, makes it easier to punish demonstrators and reduces Hong Kong's autonomy. This month, 47 activists were charged with subversion under the legislation, after a mass arrest in early January. Earlier this year, the Hong Kong government told UK citizens they will need to choose between maintaining their British status or Chinese status. On March 11th, the Chinese central government put another nail in the coffin of freedoms in Hong Kong. Confidence among some foreign businesses in Hong Kong has been shaken during the turmoil. Executives have voiced concern over Beijing's tightening control and some firms deciding to relocate staff to other regional hubs such as Singapore. The new passport policy in Hong Kong was in reaction to the British government's decision to allow people with BNO status, that's the British Nationality Overseas status, to apply for a visa and have a path to citizenship under which they would eventually get a British passport. China stated that as of January 2021, the BNO status will no longer be recognized. That means basically they have to choose either to get a Chinese passport or a British passport. They can't have both. The British government estimates that 5.4 million Hong Kong residents 
are eligible for BNO status. That's 72% of the 7.5 million people that live in Hong Kong. It's difficult to say exactly how many eligible people will come to the UK. The latest estimate from the UK government puts the number at around 300,000. But one thing is clear. People from Hong Kong have started arriving in London. They speak the Queen's English, and they're bringing investment dollars with them. This past year, Hong Kong residents represented the second largest foreign buyer group in prime central London. In the first three quarters of 2020, they accounted for 9.2% of foreign purchases, and they spent an estimated £305 million across 243 transactions. That's just under $1.7 million per property. In the fourth quarter of 2020, real estate agent Benham and Reeves recorded a 63% year-over-year increase in foreign buyer demand from Hong Kong, and that's only accelerated. In January, it saw a 73% year-on-year increase, and February demand has jumped by 200%. According to Benham and Reeves, the vast majority of Hong Kong people are looking to buy residential property in anticipation of a potential permanent relocation. Some, who want to relocate their businesses as well as their families, have also expressed interest in commercial property. And so far in the second half of 2020, property prices in London edged up only about £17,000. It's not a huge increase, but it's a reversal of the previous trend over the past four years. So as you think about that, pay very close attention to geopolitical migration. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. Talk to you again tomorrow.